Hey, Talking Simpsons listeners, a quick thing before this episode starts. We recorded this one way in advance. We thought, oh, we're safe, everything will be good, nothing will happen in the next few weeks, and then, boom, a couple days later, Gordy Howe, Mr. Hockey himself, passed away. So, this episode is going to sound a little weird when we start talking about Gordy Howe in the, you know, present tense, and, uh, and we don't talk much about, you know things that would have reminded us non-hockey fans about the way Gordie Howe touched society, whether it was with his 26 seasons playing or the fact that Cameron wore his jersey as an F.U. to his father in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. We don't talk about any of that stuff, but just consider this the, uh, you know, R.I.P. Gordie Howe section of the podcast. And Anyway, here's the episode. Ahoy hoy everybody and welcome to Talking Simpsons where we prefer the old sparkle. I mean, I, maybe I don't. I don't know about that. I'm your host Bob Mackey. Who else is wow, here with me? Wow, Bob Mackey. Thank you Milhouse. You just big. screamed at me. <laughs> and uh, I'm zero gravity Henry Gilbert. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I'm uh, I don't know, Chris Antista. Am I the I Cobra? <laughs> cobra Chris Antista. Okay, Thank there you. we go. And if you can, in case you didn't know, this is the Laser Time Podcast Network's chronological exploration of the Simpsons. Today's episode is about Bart the Lover, which aired on February 13th, 1992, close to Valentine's Day. Chris, what happened on this mythical day in history? <laughs> With a loss of $2.3 billion, the Ford Motor Company announces its worst year in history. Audiences extreme show up to Wayne's World in movie theaters. <laughs> and boxer Mike Tyson is convicted of rape charges. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> I want to note that uh, I think Nintendo dropped the license before that happened just because it was too expensive. Yeah. And they just reprinted it as Punch Out. Featuring, and now they sell it as Punch Out featuring Mr. Dream. Yeah. Just to make it clear. He's a white (laughs) version of Mike Tyson, I guess. Yeah. It's so sad because it is, the game is built around Mike Tyson and it works much better with his celebrity in it. Of course, you know, you understand why they cut him out and they wouldn't want to re-up that. If you grew up listening to... TJ Jazzy just in the Fresh Prince is uh, I think he can beat Mike Tyson. It's the only game in town. <laughs> no, Mike Tyson. Uh, Mike Tyson was an amazing boxer who then mm-hmm. uh, was so amazing that he inspired the Dredrick Tatum character, a long-running Dredrick Tatum character in but the Simpsons look, world. Look, you never know what's going to happen to a beloved celebrity or personality. <laughs> Evidenced by this episode. Boy, oh boy, Bill Cosby. Oh. Bill Cosby. Oh. <laughs> that's great. Oh. That's great. Uh, I mean, he did say Donald Trump too, right? I will get to it. Okay, we'll get cool. to it. But yeah, the the, the Dredrick Tatum though, he went to jail for throwing his mother down a flight of stairs. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what happened. With it's an even worse person. It's weird to think. I, I don't know if uh, if I've personally forgiven him, but I think he mm-hmm. is now a ridiculous character and mm-hmm. not seen as the menace he once was. Mike Tyson. I mean, he's on he's on a cartoon on Adult Swim now. He, he is, but like, when he raises cartoon. pigeons. I don't think it's might I know this probably isn't the best place to talk about Uh-oh. it, but, but the idea that like he's been s- embarrassing himself for so long in the media, he has become sympathetic. Yeah, by being this <laughs> Mike Tyson, by being. And this, if you know about where he came from, it's, it's weird. It, there's man. no way he would not have turned into a monster based on his upbringing, based yeah. on how he how he was exploited and things yeah. like that. So, yeah, not dude. excusing what he did, but it's easy to see how he. I went swear down this that is going to get fun, people. Yes, yes. <laughs> enough talk about rape. So let's episode. talk about death. <laughs> let's, there we go. Let's play that death jingle. We never play it. Oh, oh there's oh, a death. There's a death. What? Um, I, Marshall Wallace. Oh, the star of this episode. I thought we covered that. Death stalks you at every turn. <laughs> There it is! Death! Wait, Henry. We never played that, but I thought we'd use it a lot more in the first couple seasons that all these uh, celebrity guest appearances who died. Something else died. What? Zinc. Zinc! <laughs> Zinc! <laughs> Sorry, Jimmy. Without zinc for the rotary mechanism, there are no telephones. Dear God, what have I done? <laughs> well, think again, Jimmy. You see, the firing pin in your gun was made of. Yep. <laughs> zinc. Come back, Zinc. This is so Come good. Come back. So, I love zinc. it. Come back. 
Zig. So Zig, what? <laughs> did the Simpsons give me the impression that all industrial films were based on someone wishing a this certain element? This is specifically the Springy the Elf. That's one. what I wanted I to mention. A case of Spring Fever. A case of Spring There's, Fever. There are several of these. One of them is called Paper and I. It's as if yes. uh, the wish is like, what if all paper was gone from yes. the world? And it's a hellscape. It's a dangerous yeah. hellscape. But it the boy is being shown. The boy wishes paper away. And that this is getting into shorts we've all seen because we're Industrial also shorts. mystery science theater nerd yeah. and riff tracks and riff tracks. It, what's a spring? But, what's it called? A case of spring fever, I believe. I and, meant to get a, a clip of it, but it's an no, animated spring, character. Spring, Some guy wishes springs didn't exist. Yeah. everything has springs. Here's what a world would look like with no it's, springs. If you don't appreciate some innocuous part of your life, it, when it was it was removed from your life, you're like, I, I can't, I can't live without this. And it's just this animated no character, spring, like, spring, what? I can't sleep in a bed. No springs. <laughs> what about an air mattress? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> there was a spring in that door. No springs. <laughs> and I, but so they didn't use Springy the Elf in here, which seems almost weird. It's like, wait, you would have, you That's yeah. shied yeah. away from animation. I've seen the industrial short we're all talking about. Yeah. But I can't distinguish whether Simpsons created this trope or if this trope is actually a thing from the 19th century. Oh, it's a thing. It's industrial a thing. Shorts. In, in paper and I, it's a, like a talking it is. paper it's bag. Paper I mean, bag. The, the, the conceit of things being removed from the world that you take for granted yeah. is such an industrial short idea, which yeah. is great. So I what mean, did the guy say? That he didn't want paper to exist? Is that what he... Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I think his parents were taking paper for granted, and he was he, they he were befriended of, a paper bag, I believe. They were sick of him walking around with his paper bag, and they actually take him to a doctor in it. Yeah. And, and it's uh, like, this is what the world looks like without paper. My favorite Riff Tracks riff is just, they show a newsstand, and all of the all the newspapers oh, evaporate. great. Awesome. And they just say, oh, my God, someone invented the internet. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, I think I laughed my ass off no, at that we, one. I laughed so hard at that. That was when we saw it. Me and Chris, at least, I remember, saw it live. I don't Bob remember. Odenkirk said that. Bob Odenkirk okay. said that I saw line. the one with Paul Tompkins doing commentary. Oh, that would be great, yeah. too. But the, oh, God. Is, that's, the shorts are honestly my favorite part of Riff Tracks. They're great. I do they're like great. when they do movies, but the mm-hmm. shorts are They've so They've done good. like 200 of them and they're all the best the Uh, best part the one one got fat drugs are like that so good drugs like that is so good setting up a room setting up a room is 30 minutes of setting up a goddamn room fun with grass put it over here (laughs) oh fun with grass make a mask like it's (laughs) your friends okay that zig thing is great and Uh, that they're watching on a film strip which is like 91 nobody in 92 nobody did but I okay no no I'm a a little older than you or maybe I'm from Florida with a poor public school but like i watched a ton of these industrial i did too i, I did watched too, Chris. i watched slide i watched yeah. slide projectors microfiche but, slide projectors yeah. strips, but ones yeah. of like uh end boop next thing boop next Cobalt. i watched that but actual reel to reel like mm. eight millimeter or whatever never watched oh those. totally never that was those. all over my elementary school classroom it's slightly off topic but mm. i always my, my ocd fired up whenever a teacher was one step behind on a film strip mm-hmm. when she was one <laughs> slide behind and no one noticed but me i'm yeah. like just you you're behind one you missed one Beep. <laughs> teacher, teacher. Yes. You're the only Please. person in charge of paying attention to this. Yes. Please. But, okay. I know you didn't feel like teaching. You're but. being paid. But I asked for the death jingle because, yeah, Marsha Wallace yeah. plays in a Crabapple. This is her tour de force yes. up to this point. She totally agree. wouldn't have a featured episode until when she dated Seymour Skinner mm-hmm. in like season seven. But oh, lucky boy. Her, I, I love that episode too. <laughs> my favorite line. Ever. But in this one, it's also worth mentioning because she won an Emmy for this primetime <laughs> yes. Emmy really? for best voice acting. And uh, because she counted as a guest star, so mm-hmm. it was in the guest star thing. She's always listed she as a guest star. She always listed as, yeah. as a guest star. Mm-hmm. I, it's probably Unfair. a contract thing. No, I, I did an article on LazerTimePodcast.com about every dead Simpsons celebrity, and it's always disputed because of people like her, because mm-hmm. no one can decide whether she's a cast member or uh, a regular. Well, she's not that famous, like, no offense to her. Like, she she was great as Bob Newhart's receptionist on the original Bob Newhart the sitcom. The Maiden, That's My Bush. Yeah, that's where I got to see her in person. <laughs> yeah, like, wow, really that's weird. Edna Krabappel. I'll, I'll watch that show just for this she was a very funny woman and uh that she when she died Mm -hmm. they were going to play this episode on fox as a tribute to her but there was too much like legal red tape or contractual stuff that they couldn't license it they're like we're just not allowed to license this to air it on network it we can't and so they instead aired like the Remember that lame thing over the summer of should Ned Flanders mm. date Edna? Ooh. They played that episode. And no, F like, that so hard. And and she is dead on the show. They didn't mm. have a death episode of her, but they had the, uh, the scene to say goodbye to her mm. where they must have had like one last line with her or something, dancing with Ned. Mm. But it's in Ned's dreams, and he's saying goodbye to yep. her, and he's wearing a black armband, and and uh, he's no, like, I, he I miss he talks her. Talks to a picture of her. And he's like, to his Oh, bed. I miss God, you. And then Ned. And then Nelson <laughs> walks by and says, Ha ha. 
I miss her too. Uh And so, yeah, but so that's why this is a time to celebrate Marsha Wallace. And Mm -hmm. I am just so sad they couldn't air this one. They really wanted to on Fox. Like, just to have this episode air, a 1992 episode Mm -hmm. of a TV show air on Fox Primetime would be amazing in its own right. And it's such a great and complex study of her character. I mean, before I think she was treated a little unfair. She was like, oh, she's the horn dog. Like, she'll do anybody. But, I mean, good for her if that's what she wants to do, you know? Yeah, the. she wants that's to fuck a, Aerosmith, more power to her. <laughs> that's a strange and flaming mo. She seemed to be, you know, get, getting hey, it on. Yeah. But Trying this, to get it on. But in this one, well, I guess it was all bluster in this, in that, this, one, this one. She's got nothing. She's established immediately as lonely. To learn more about zinc, they're welcome to stay. We can talk about anything. I'll do your homework for you. Mm. Oh. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> now... I, I, like the the next scene I, that I wanted to point out, did did they establish as a visual gag what kind of soup she eats? Yeah, I remember yeah. talking well, about it. Insert it, lonely. Yeah, but like lonely a who, a who says one. it? Like I don't yeah. think I've seen a Simpsons visual gag this early being said by the character. Oh yeah, actually oh, yeah. reading the joke. Yeah, a poo yeah. says it when she goes to buy it at the Quickie Mart. Chef Lonely Hearts soup for one. One scratch and win, Apu. Mrs. Krabappel, I haven't seen you since we doubled our prices. Still <laughs> teaching? Let's see. One more day at least. No. We also find out her her ex-husband is interfering with her life. Yes. Like, so, sugar in the gas tank. Your ex-husband strikes again. <laughs> Bingo, sugar in the ba- gas tank. Uh, strikes again. Love a, a great, blue collar Hank Azaria character. A, a great Bronson voice appearance. <laughs> yeah. And... I like that uh, this is setting up Apu knows everybody in mm-hmm. town, but I wonder if that saying of the joke was because th- uh, this episode has multiple things that padded out time. Yeah. Like they talk about how they added something to pad out the time. Really? But uh, uh, you don't see much of Edna's cat, though I do think you see her on one of the dates uh, at Skinner uh, mm-hmm. with her in her home, but... Uh, just they have a she only has a cat just to make it clear like what a loser yes. uh i, I want to just say that my highlight of the episode is the yo-yo sequence oh, it's so yeah. beautiful oh wait before we get to that when she's oh. looking through the magazine sure. i did like the quick joke of like a chat with jd salinger and she just turns to yeah. her like that that would be major news and it's, it's in the springfield cha- i shopper. can't believe it's in the local newspaper yeah, yeah. <laughs> But okay, did you have these glorified totally. commercial assemblies as a kid? Yes. Like, I definitely did. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, a lot of them were, were them trying to get us to sell things for yeah. us. There were Sally Foster's for them. gift wrap. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Things We've like got that. all this chocolate, and you get a bike. No, I'll, uh, but, I'll never forget the, the time uh, I went to the assembly room. They, of course, they don't tell you what the assembly is. You show up, and like, all right, kids, it's time to learn about a little thing called Taekwondo. <laughs> and like, what? And it's my taekwondo master i'm in his taekwondo oh, class, wow. and i'm in the second row and he constantly calls me out by name oh jeez! Like, i know chris knows how to do this shop i know he does and like <laughs> and it didn't hit me until years later like he paid the school yeah. to sell his taekwondo classes oh, how crooked yeah. collusion I mean, is, uh, i'm glad they called out in this episode even but the, the yeah i had one it was it was for a uh i guess a jaw harp a juice mm-hmm. harp boing bring boing oh my god the, an the, instrument salesman yeah mm-hmm. the thing the, the new thing snoopy film? The thing Snoopy soul, uh, plays in uh, one of those uh, the Jews, <laughs> and and it was again an easy sell to kids. Like mm-hmm. I want to have one of these things in my mouth. Morning, morning, yes. morning, morning. It sounds like Yogi Bear farting. I, I have two. One. I have two examples of these. One of these was one of those. Hey kids, sell things for your school. Where it was like this Ernest style character named Mister Earl. And the principal, there was not an assembly. The principal was like, we have a friend visiting us. His name is Mr. Earl. And you hear the needle being put on the record. It's like, hey, kids, it's Mr. Earl. You should go out and sell these things for your school. It'll really help us, everybody. Yeah. And I had a Mr. Earl sticker on my alarm clock for like 10 years. But another one I thought of was one of those things where Miss Hoover was like, I don't see the educational value in this. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was an old guy who came to our school. We had a huge assembly and he did whip tricks. This very old man with a trembly hand, like whipping, like playing cards out of people's hands and doing tricks. And he did one of the things like, let's get your principal up here. Let's whip, let's whip things off of his head. Oh, just like Skinner. Exactly like this. And I, and I was like, I I would not want to go anywhere near this old man with a whip. Yeah. It was very much like that Bill Murray sketch. The whip whip master. Like by all means, let's, let's get your principal up here and emasculate the shit out of him. Yeah. yeah. A good way to get your kids, the kids on your side is to, is to fuck with your teachers. Let me play the clip real fast. It's twirl king. Uh. Kids, this is a yo-yo. Kind of dull, huh? Not much competition for a video game. Or is it? Presenting 
the Twirl King Champions! Those guys must be millionaires. I bet they get all kinds of girls! <laughs> I question the educational value of this assembly. Hey, it'll be one of their few pleasant memories when they're pumping gas for a living. Uh. Since the dawning of the age of Aquarius, the head nod, I'm going to say. This is not the song. It's just a yeah. it's a reorchestration of the song for The Simpsons I, I, or a yo-yo convention. I like that Lisa is kind of crushing on Sparkle. Mm-hmm. She's like viewing her as like a like a role model. Like I could be as glamorous as Sparkle. Well, that's why they make multiple characters so kids can pick their favorite yeah. one. Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. If I could go back in time, there, oh, the one assembly I wish I could be in now mm-hmm. was with the knowledge I have now was it was one of the uh, abstinence only like scare oh, you no. into things of just this guy like I've got AIDS or I wish I had done this or i did it like and the the one that pissed me off the most in memory of she said guys i gotta tell you this is not this is just a scientific fact sex between two men is the most dangerous you can have and it's so gross and i want i wish if i could go back you in probably time, never thought of it before then henry it just if, hit you right then if i could go back in time i would stand up and say well now i if, can't it, stop thinking about it now i'd say <laughs> if we're talking about hygiene sex between two women is the most hygienic one so are you saying that we should be doing that like is if, checkmate if, sir scissors <laughs> for everyone uh, like let's get penises out of this entirely then we did have a prisoner come to our school to talk about his mistakes and he told this story as if it was true and uh, i think he went 10 years into the future and stole like an email forward where it's a story of like this this train engineer brought his son to work and his son got caught in some gears and he had to decide whether to crush his son or to kill a train full of people and it was all about the harsh decisions you have to make as, as a person in the world wow. and I was like this didn't happen like, and people true. are like people are crying in the auditorium like this is bullshit <laughs> alright uh, kids I'm out of here make sure to like and subscribe <laughs> I had can you I help had, me with these handcuffs kids <laughs> I had a scared straight one that they showed us a video of uh, there were students in the year ahead of us who robbed the Fazolis or attempted to rob the Fazolis <laughs> oh Fazolis I miss you I wish that could be the title of this episode they, <laughs> they, they shot a, then they shot uh, uh, one of the people in the leg oh, they didn't die and and it was just a video of them and then it ends like it ends like well we wanted to show you they're actually here and they walk out the people like in in their o- prisoner orange Whoa, and it changes to be like hyper to me they're they're in jail like don't do this shit and <laughs> and of course they were all black and it had oh, that extra boy. level to it but uh, anyway that can't happen to me I can rob all the facilities <laughs> I want as a white man. Yeah, but okay, so the yo-yos. Yo-yos, <laughs> I could never make a yo-yo do what I wanted it to I do. I also sucked at yo-yos. Yeah. And I'd, I'd even buy the yo-yo ball, yeah, which I is like yo-yos the, for dummies. Yo, 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 it's a yo-yo, yo-yo ball. ball. We have talked all about it's this. It's been on a laser, a laser time topic somewhat recently. It's so much fun and easy to do. <laughs> but <laughs> Wherever that, it goes, it comes back to you. And <laughs> I think the, the, I love the touring company of this, that kids are impressed with them when they're actually just like carnies out of a van. I, I want to say this, we did get a yo-yo uh, auditorium convention thingy at our school, but it was definitely Duncan. Mm. Duncan yo Yeah, the writers mentioned this was a part of their childhood. Like, yeah. the touring Duncan company, like, coming I'm around, getting sure kids into yo-yos me. again, yeah. I, well, they, they also talk about how they... It seems like a cycle, a planned cycle of every five years mm. we're selling a new generation yo-yos. So they'll only mm. buy it then, and then they'll get tired of yo-yos because oh, they so suck. So yeah, I went harsh. through my yo-yo phase at age seven until I was like, this sucks. I can't do this. <laughs> I can't. I, I do. I just love the old line. Walk the That's, dog. Walk the dog. That's the old spark. That is my thing. favorite line. One of the darkest things. Like I have to get yeah. into a van and sign this picture of someone who isn't me. Yeah, the, something, something clearly happened. To something the old sparkle. happened to the old sparkle. They haven't made new pictures of me, yeah. Sparkle. And yeah, it's. This is, I, I'm dying to play this line because it's Homer. Uh, ascertaining Bart's <laughs> yo-yo skill and making, because he is Bart is supernaturally good at yo-yos. Yeah, but the, but how outrageous this ref this line became as of two years, years ago later <laughs> as of two years yeah. ago oh man Duh. can you believe it pretty soon i'll be able to quit my job and live off the boy what naming one person who's gotten rich by doing yo-yo tricks donald trump no arnold palmer no bill cosby no no <laughs> Arnold Palmer, the only one not tainted by time. The yeah. Smothers Brothers was right there, Homer, and you missed it. I mean, that's that's what most people know them for, not being is controversial people yeah. on TV. I I love the Smothers Brothers. Mm. I'll watch them all day, man. They're like they're my Garrison Keillor. Just uh-huh. like this is old timey yeah, entertainment. It's, it's great because they've never not looked like they were stricken by Alzheimer's, so they can yeah. tour willy dilly. Mm. But hearing Homer say Donald Trump felt mm-hmm. weird to me. I was just like. 
wait, these words shouldn't be in your mouth. He shouldn't exist in your word. Bill, Bill yeah. Cosby's one thing, but Donald Trump, it's well, just... Well, you know, do not think about what you think about Donald Trump right now. No, like, no. he was synonymous for a rich person. Yeah, like, he has what, been a cartoon his entire, like, public mm-hmm. life. When I started years. reading Mad Magazine in 1988, mm-hmm. there were Donald Trump jokes. That was, like, a common thing in every issue. Year, man. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I, had the, I think the Gremlins uh, 2 cover. I mean, Trump was so... Alfred E. Newman on a float in the Arctic. Mm-hmm. That's all I remember. Trump was so established as a living cartoon character that mm-hmm. like they had to tone him down to turn Biff into him in, in Back to the Future 2. <laughs> yes, he... Oh, that's so great. And I also saw people saying, like, this was my rebuttal to somebody saying, oh, everybody's calling Donald Trump a racist now and then sharing all these pictures of him with black celebrities. Mm-hmm. And I said... They're not just calling him it now. Here's the first story <laughs> that he was ever in the New York Times for, 1973, because he was being he was being sued for denying uh, re- renting to uh, racial discrimination. Like he wouldn't rent to I, I, to people. I should use this as an example to plug one of my favorite ESPN documentaries because we did that on the our great show. show. Oh, it. Small potatoes. Yeah. It's so much fun. Yep, and it, it could sort of like it shows you the history of Trump. Mm-hmm. Through how he basically collapsed the this NFL competitor that was doing pretty well until Trump came aboard. Until Trump came because aboard. he wasn't allowed to own an F- NFL team, so he had <laughs> to come over here and just like I'm gonna I'm gonna not only gonna rule this team, I'm gonna take down the NFL with it. Like, please don't do that. And it was <laughs> please. Just- it was a long-term scheme to like he killed it to sue the NFL, yeah, so they killed give it out him of bitterness, out of, yeah. out of bitterness and anger. But they show like, yeah, he Trump wasn't really a a guy until like he became famous for pestering people yeah. as, as a very rich person, and people listened and then said outlandish things, and he got rewarded with attention, and it's <laughs> been that way for thirty years. In the yeah. words of Miss Hoover, he's bad, but he'll die. <laughs> so I like it. Can't happen soon enough. So. Yeah. Uh, Bart shows off his trick called mm-hmm. plucking the pickle, which mm-hmm. they had apparently pitched many other masturbation euphemisms, but that's the one <laughs> they could get away with. Like, all right, plucking really? the pickle. I, I was new, wondering it's about it. It's a new one, but they, they wanted like wanking the snake, t- tugging the dolphin. Yes, uh, no, that sounds like, like one efficient jerk. <laughs> <laughs> and and I do love that when he kills the when he kills the, the fish, he's like, it's I didn't do it. It's such a good the, joke yeah. that I couldn't capture. It's it such a sense. visual joke. And I should say that Carlos Baeza, this is one of the few mm. episodes he directed, and they, they compared him to a renaissance artisan and the amount of time and craftsmanship you put into these episodes I'm so sad you didn't stay with the show for longer that is a beautifully staged visually staged joke mm-hmm. that Bart throws his yo-yo into the fish tank says I didn't do it as the camera follows the yes. string to Bart's finger oh so perfect so good yeah. The Simpsons will be right back you like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on Patreon.com slash Laser Time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. We went to Vegas for Money in the Bank. Yes. It was fun. It's always fun being in one of those shows live, and I screamed super hard. And Henry, uh, in his own words, was yelling so hard he was retching. Yep. Which is <laughs> easy to believe. I stood in line for a beer. I see Michelob Ultra and a Hefeweizen. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, the Hefeweizen. And the guy, like, he just has a look of like, uh... And he points at Michelob Ultra, and he's like, this one? That one. The one that says in a bold <laughs> impact font, Hefeweizen. But, but you're in Vegas. People only drink trash. He, he, he pulled the tap and poured it, but with a look of like, if you say so, man. So then I go get another beer. <laughs> and it's me again with the same guy. And I'm like, Hefeweizen. And he's like, which one? And like, I'm like, again? <laughs> and then I hear them go, it's time for the Money in the Bank match. They say Chris Jericho. Mm. And he's like, Chris Jericho is still wrestling? I'm like, you'd remember Chris Jericho, yeah. but the word Hefeweizen <laughs> is complete fucking jargon. I, I was going to say, you, could, you couldn't be worse suited yeah. for this particular job. Yeah. <laughs> it's a wheat beer, you stupid idiot. Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast, as well as weekly full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash laser time, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. And all the teachers are just sick of yo-yos. Like, no more yo-yos. No book reports. We couple that with, like, Krabappel is lonely, Bart is in trouble and in detention. And they become, uh, I don't know, they, they learn a little too much about one another. One plus one equals two. 
Recently divorced fourth grade teacher wishes to meet man age 18 to 60. Object, save me. <laughs> Write Edna K, box 402. Hmm. Dear Edna, I never answered a personal ad before, but I found yours irresistible. My name is... Woodrow. I like holding mm. hands and dinner by candlelight. And oh yes, I really hate yo-yos. Oh, Woodrow. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> Every bit of that sound will make the show timeless. It's yeah. yeah. Such good sound work, such good visual work. I love that. And then, the flamenco want, guitar in yeah, the background. Yeah, I wanted to yeah. play that just because, like, that's how Bart's letters are read from there on out. Yeah. Gary Shearer doing the voice of well, Woodrow Howe. One know. thing that is dated, kids, is the personal ad. Before you had a computer yeah. in your pocket that gave you a list of people to fuck, <laughs> you, could swipe you had right. to write to a newspaper saying, I'm available. Yeah. Please write your letters to me. Only then could you fold, fold right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it would take weeks to get one date, yeah. I would think, yeah. just all waiting on the mail i miss play dude magazine like the play dude was right on top of that i that's so john updike on the martini yeah that was so great but it's a very great 70s playboy yeah, article know, but they never do like they i feel like when they would later have playboy it would just be playboy yeah it wouldn't be play dude and uh yeah woodrow named after woodrow wilson and that he's uh the voice is based on ricardo Montalban. Yeah. it's a confluence of three real people from yes from conquest of the planet of the apes <laughs> and, and the picture bart uses is of gordy, gordy howe, howe. Yeah. i only remember because like tyler was yelling at me about not knowing anything about hockey and like name a hockey player I said Gordy Howe. He's like, how did you do that? Yeah, so once again, Simpsons. the Simpsons of gave course. me one hockey player yes. and like 10 baseball players yes. to know. And that's all I'll ever know. <laughs> so originally that was going to be Johnny Unitas, but apparently they asked for his permission and he said no. Mm. And so um, Al Jean is from Detroit, mm -hmm. a big and was a Detroit Red Wings mm -hmm. fan as a kid. And he loved Gordy Howe. And so he asked for permission and boom, put him right in there. And so uh, Gordy Howe was a handsome man in an old school way back then, I would I, say. I thought there was some copy out there because the idea that they show us stats at the end like is yeah. a joke that doesn't totally work it's, it's, it's just a, fill a time. great non sequitur yeah, where it's just like so. here's the guy that Bart stole his picture of have <laughs> fun yeah, Bart Bart catfishes her like that <laughs> yeah. is what people do yeah. now and uh, I did love her date with Jasper mm -hmm. that zoot suit picture of him was <laughs> so amazing <good. laughs> and I had to look it up because I still didn't know what that was just because there's a little snow on the roof doesn't the mean the next line is doesn't mean there isn't a fire in the fireplace uh, or slash okay. furnace. So it means... It's butthole. Uh, it butthole is in flames. Just because his hair is white, his dick can still get hard, I guess. <laughs> yeah, my dick still works, buddy. That's uh, what I'm telling you. So something I noticed in this episode, it comes in with the swear jar B-plot. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, can I, I get it. a little it's clip the, of this? Oh, sure. I think he needs a dog house. Yeah, but what are you going to do? I bet we could buy a nice dog house for $50. <sighs> Marge, you're a tool of the doghouse makers. You're love it, not. love it. Yes, you are. You've been brainwashed by all those doghouse commercials on TV. <laughs> I know. I'll build them a doghouse. Oh, I don't know. Don't worry. I just drew up a little blueprint. Now, let show. me walk you through it. <laughs> this is a door. He goes through that. This is the roof. This happy character here is the sun. He shines down on the house, see? I love that line. The way... Thank you. The way You're Dan welcome. delivers that, it's just, like he shines out on the house. See? Mm -hmm. Like it's so it's so casual, <laughs> and it's the first time I think they'd shown Homer as like the drawing ability of a five year old. Yeah, it also implied that Homer thought he could convince Marge he somehow designed the sun. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I do love you're a tool of the doghouse maker. Yeah, so I, I, I wanted to get that clip. I didn't. know. I'm glad you guys liked it for real. But like I, I know from my experience watching this syndication, this is what's cut out. Oh, oh, normally, it's the longest scenes that. Maybe have good jokes, but we establish that a dog. It doesn't. You don't need to establish a doghouse shows up. Yeah. yeah. So this is what was cut out in my syndication. Oh, the whole scene weird. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, that's too bad. The one thing I wanted to point out is something I noticed only this time. I've seen this episode probably forty times by now. Mm -hmm. Is that the seasons change from scene to scene? Mm -hmm. In oh, one yes. scene, it's winter. It's the dead of winter. Santa's little helper is frozen outside. Yeah, another poor scene, dog can suffer. Bart is walking around outside in a short sleeve huh. shirt. And, like, there's no snow, yeah. no ice. In some scenes, Homer's wearing a light jacket. It's just, like, they didn't know what season they were in. Well, that, does that imply that Bart is fucking with Edna for months? 
Um, I mean, it could I, be a months long deal of, or at least a month long. I think they just didn't have continuity in terms of what they were trying to portray. I mean, this, this episode aired in February, and I yeah. think they wanted it to be a winter one, but that wasn't really communicated throughout every hmm. scene of the show. Or how do you visually convey that the dog needs a doghouse in four seconds? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and now, as somebody who I now been around friends with kids, like. I do worry. I swear too much. I think I, I think I do swear too much. It's, I can't stop. You know, our friends' kids are sponges, and yeah. like I, I, I always curse in front of them. I hope they know not to say that. I hope so. But yeah, they remember here's, everything. Here's the thing, though. Homer's catchphrase is a censored swear word. Mm-hmm. Do like yeah. as if he's going to say damn, but he mm-hmm. censors it into do. Mm-hmm. So it's strange that they're giving him this personality trait that you can't stop swearing. I like it, and the but it's which is so fun. It's I, so great. Yeah, it feels like a response to parents who said the show in influences kids yeah. to swear yeah. and so which it does like there's no two ways about it homer influences uh, uh, todd to swear yeah. I, I do love when he calls flanders a dirty bastard <laughs> yeah it's it's dirty dirty ba- uh, all of this is great wait what, let me before we go I, let me burn this one off oh, wait, wait. edna writes back okay. to woodrow dear woodrow i must admit i'm intrigued you're not like the other men i've met yeah i'm the 28th president of the united states but I've had some bad experiences with these ads, so I'd like to learn more about you. Please write back soon. Here's a photo that'll get your pencil moving. <laughs> You've got a date with the Xerox machine. Oof. That seems so when, oh, that, yeah. When that joke happened as a kid, uh, my mom went, "Oh, poor it!" Yeah. Like she is. It is like that's yeah, just sad. Bart that's, is really cruel in this episode. I'm hoping it's a peace offering from a desperate woman, and Bart's going to use it. <laughs> yes. We didn't see proof that he actually did it. I'm glad yeah. that we all know that. Bart can make a photo viral. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> it's but, been proven before the internet. Uh, but yeah, the uh, so I also do like when Todd says, this, "I don't want to eat my damn vegetables." I got it. All right, Todd, would you like some mixed vegetables? Hell no. <gasps> what did you say? I said I don't want any damn vegetables. All right, that's it, young man. No Bible stories for you tonight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, my, my second line of the show is Maud saying he, uh, he thought the idea of a talking dog was, was blasphemous. blasphemous. Yeah, I love that. In terms of Davy and Goliath. But, but I, I wish you could get a line of the show, too. Because uh, Flanders, once, I, thought, I wish this was a more recurring gag of him calling... Reverend, Reverend Lovejoy for very, very minute it's problems. It's so great. Yeah. Because this this is a great scene. Sorry to bother you, Reverend Lovejoy, but so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in a tizzy. Our son Todd just told us he didn't want to eat his damn vegetables. Well, you know, kids and vegetables. <laughs> what was it, asparagus? No, no, Reverend. The point is he said a bad word. Oh, oh, right, yeah. Well, <laughs> kids usually pick these things up from someplace, find out who's doing it, and uh, direct him to the Bible. <laughs> Where in the Bible? Uh... Page nine hundred. But that's great. Damn Flanders. So that, that, good. That's a repeat of a joke from I think Perfect. Lisa the Greek. Where uh, mm-hmm. where does it say gambling is legal in the Bible? Homer goes somewhere in the back. Somewhere in the back. Yeah. <laughs> I oh god. The that he I never noticed until this uh, as a kid that it was. He gets. He says, "Damn Flanders," because his ice cream melted on his yeah. mode cake. Like I didn't notice that yeah. before. And this it's is just... before his uh, his short lived tr- uh, model train obsession, which I yeah. really liked as a like a, a part of his character. And that was such a great. And it came together so well that he then saves Flanders from a train. And if only more people <laughs> had thought of that and pulling up a giant train set when it was time to save someone from uh, giant apes. Where was right. Reverend Lovejoy then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, I like. I I really love the scene where where Bart reads Homer's love letter to Mark. Oh, that's great. Hey, Mom, did you save the love letters Dad sent you? Of course I saved them. <laughs> Although, actually, there's only one. And it's more of a love postcard from some brewery you visited. Maybe it's severe talking, Marge, but you got a butt that won't quit. They got these big chewy pretzels here that are all you guys with beer. Five dollars? Get out of here. <laughs> wow. Sight of dad I've never seen. <laughs> that is something that's stuck in my brain forever. Five dollars? Get, Get out, out of here. here. I, I think butt that won't quit still works as but a compliment. Butt that won't quit is so Butt that won't quit. <laughs> and that's, it gets referenced later. Dear Edna, your photo took my oh. breath away. Truly, yours is a butt that won't quit. Yesterday morning, I put your picture up in my garage to inspire me while I gapped my spark plugs. <laughs> <laughs> That's the filthiest thing I've ever That's heard disgusting. in the Simpsons. Yeah, gapped his spark plugs, and then she dives under the bathtub. And I know back then, I, I don't think it's visual shorthand anymore, but single woman, a turned on woman in bathtub yeah. meant masturbation. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, that, that brings us to the next clip I have, is that like I, like Smithers being gay was... 
I think developing is a joke. Yeah. But, like, you couldn't really say a character was gay in 92. I believe this is the first time they've, they've used the word gay. Yeah. In, 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 in the entire series. Oh, are we flash forwarding here? Well, uh, no, no. But when he talks to Flanders. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm yeah. afraid I have a phone to pick with you. Look, if it's about your camcorder, I lost it, okay? <laughs> no. I, I, I came to talk to you about your potty mouth. What the hell are you talking about? Like, Homer, all of us pull a few boners now and then. Uh. Go off half cock, make asses of ourselves. So, I don't want to be hard on you, but I just wish you wouldn't curse in front of my boys. Oh, come on now, Flanders. <laughs> I don't complain about your mustache. <laughs> What's wrong with my mustache? Uh, makes you look like you got something to hide. <laughs> yeah, it's loosely implied. That, but I, uh, as a kid, I never, I ever I, got how, how many innuendos were in that Flanders statement. Oh, yeah, I don't want to be hard on you. They Matt, said hard. Yeah, Matt Groening hated those jokes. Like (laughs) Matt Groening thought that was too. That was them being like little five year olds giggling. Like we got away. Was that a Sam Simon thing? uh, It was. It was a writer's thing, definitely. That Groening. Groening just grouses about. I only say that because Sam Simon went on to make. I think his only other show was the George Carlin show, and Mm. I was watching it as a kid, and it was just George Carlin. It's kind of a terrible show, but him, yeah. him, he, he was still George Carlin. He's like, look, there's so many other words that people think are dirty. But you can listen to what I'm about to say. And on Fox at 9 o'clock, he's like, he took his hammer and cocked it and gave him a hard blow. <laughs> and, and like, it's almost verbatim that. I feel like they it. fell back on swearing a lot in these early seasons because they had something to prove. Mm. Like, we want to get away with this. We want to show you a cartoon, this cartoon can be adult. This cartoon said a thing. Yeah, like, we're, like things like Son of a Bitch Bastard, I think, were big things in the early seasons. Yeah, this was Sorry, ask one, goodbye. Yeah. One, one more fuck joke for Homer, like screaming yeah. fuck later on. Uh, but they they they, do the, they introduce the swear jar eventually. Flanders thinks I swear too much. <laughs> Marge, you're not laughing. Well, you know, maybe he's right. Well, what a surprise. <laughs> Marge sticked up for Flanders. Can we have one conversation <laughs> where you don't bring up your hero, Ned Flanders? Actually, Homer, you brought up Look, Ned Flanders. Look, we're past I that. Never said <laughs> about Ned Maybe Flanders. I do curse a little, but that's the way God made me. And I'm too old to stop now. No, you're not. I like that. When my father got out of the Navy, he used to curse a blue streak. It almost cost him his job as a baby photographer. <laughs> so my mom put a swear jar in the kitchen. Every time he said a bad word, he put in a quarter. What do you think? Bring on the swear jar. <laughs> Clancy Bouvier would become a flight attendant. Eventually. Yes, I was going to say uh, uh, that unless he became like, did he lose his stewardess job and then uh, go on to become a baby photographer? Don't look at me. No, well, no, me. because she said he left the Navy and then became uh. a baby photographer. So then after that, he becomes a steward. Hmm. And yes. But Marge is so little when she thinks he's a pilot. So, yeah. Hmm, I've... I think that's a lie she's telling herself there. It turns out she's just a gay Nancy. I need an official timeline, I think. Uh, Where's Simpsons Historia? But the, the, he almost lost his job as a baby photographer. I don't want to mm. let go of how perfectly written that It is yeah, great. It's, it's yeah. great. And uh, also the uh, continuity, good continuity there. Homer says, I don't know where your camcorder is. He borrowed his camcorder in the Blowfish episode to film his goodbye. All right. movie, I, so. And I meant to mention that because the camcorder was still like seven hundred, eight hundred dollars. Yeah, that's why, like, when I said, I lost it. I lost it. I lost it, and I'm not going to replace it. Uh, the swear jar was inspired by Al Jean's dad, who was a swearing dude, mm. and so he had been he had been dropping the coins in there. And uh, the oh God, the montage of Homer swearing—it's it's so yeah. good in the. Beehive, goddamn, is the icing on the cake. That's I just cursed. That's I'm unfair. That's un. <laughs> he should be allowed <laughs> to swear. That feels like Homer said, "If I'm on fire, can I do it?" And Marge is like, "But oh yeah, the dirty talk. Yes, that, exactly. Yuck. I didn't like a lot. Yeah. What about when we snuggle? Can I do that's okay. Homie, fuck that's me. okay. Fuck me in the dark hole. Oh, oh, yeah, you we like don't want this. I mean, mm-hmm. there's enough animated uh, gifts on the oh, internet. My God. It's the worst. <laughs> yeah. It's the worst. You just want to go to yeah, a free streaming porn site. I want regular porn, sir. Why yeah. is Bart always the one fucking somebody in every yes. one of my cartoon <laughs> porn ads? Oh, God. Can you at least, uh, was that, was that too least, Andy Rooney of a read for me? That, that's why, why is it? That's why I appreciate it when it's like Ned and Marge or something. It's at least age appropriate. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but it's established here. Bart has an understanding of sexuality. Yes. Join me at the Gilded Truffle this Saturday at 8. Perhaps later we will smooch up a storm. Sexually yours, 
Woody. Sexually yours. Sexually yours. Sexually yours. I'm signing my next official email with sexually yours. Uh, oh, I, well, I, Bart was watching Colorization Theater. Yeah. Another joke lost to time when Ted Turner was uh, destroying old movies by yeah. making them, quote-unquote, more marketable for TV I, audiences. I want to stand up for Ted Turner because he's a giant movie fan. I think he thought the same way. most The, the same philosophy that made The Simpsons have to go widescreen when it went to FXX. Mm-hmm. Uh, is to make it look modern and presentable to audiences that won't automatically think it's old. And Ted, I do remember reading interviews with Ted Turner. He loved these movies. Oh, of course. And, I, and I feel it was him holding a gun to the head of old movies and people being like, oh, these are wor- these are valuable. We should protect them. Like mm-hmm. He made them realize these are, these are worth protecting. You think things. it was a new Coke-type yeah, no, trip? Possibly. Yeah. I think he wanted to make money off of them, too. Well, I think he had Turner TNT coming out and maybe one of that little, like, to show colored movies there. Well, colored movies. Colored yeah. movies. No one, no one right. You mean Song of the South, Chris? No, I did Bob? <laughs> Turner was so ahead of the game on buying content yeah. to have on his networks. Other people was like, eh, just license it. Just get a hundred episodes. That, that they're of the all show. purple and it, yeah. it just looks so hideous. I remember watching. Everything is painted like an yeah. Easter egg in those movies. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. Color is. I wish we could. It, it might be impossible to go back and revisit that era of colorization. Uh, barf. Just uh, be glad you didn't live. I do it. love colorized Reefer Madness though, where the smoke they blow <laughs> great, is like right? green and purple yeah, and great. pink. But, so in so Bart pranks Edna and it leaves her sad at the Guild of Truffle well he goes to watch Ernest Needs a Kidney I just want to point out that font is dead on it's yeah. great Brett they made three Ernest jokes why isn't Brett sitting right here to let us <laughs> yeah. know I mean <laughs> I prefer Ernest, I prefer Ernest go somewhere cheap yeah, that's a bad but uh, they've never, here for no a one has burn. ever recreated the Ernest font and if there's an earnest font yeah. on the internet, please send it to me. Yes, I need uh, it. And within five years, he would be a guest on the show. That's right, I believe it's called Varney Bold Condensed. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I do love Bart's reaction of like, I, I feel slightly responsible. Yeah, that he this. feels really bad about it. Oh, Woodrow, how could you stand me up? Mrs. Cape, whoever this guy is, you don't need him. There are plenty That's of good so men good. around. Bart, you are the closest thing to a man in my life. And that's so depressing, I Aww. think I'm going to cry. <laughs> that's hard to listen to. It's, it is. I forgot how long they held on her crying. Yeah, if you and, haven't listened to a bunch of this show, I, like I was kind of the I was kind of a Bart character, kind of not actively trying to hurt anyone's feelings, but constantly making people's lives hard <laughs> just by being slightly mischievous and curious. Uh, and, and when you find when you realize you pushed an authority figure to the breaking point, mm-hmm. like a parent or a teacher, like I, I I've had a couple of those moments. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been in classes where the teacher did start crying yeah. because you're being so bad. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. this went too far. And it right? was like, always my yeah. fault. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I and uh, I did like her explanation of who she wouldn't date. Like, yeah. the, yes, the, I, I truncated the, the Skinner, clip. Skinner's like his mommy won't let him out to play, which was very true. Uh-huh. Though she would still then date him later. Yes. Though what is she implying, Willie's? Uh, that he films people uh, with oh, their permission. He, he, I, I don't know that. But. Every Scottish person does it, though. <laughs> he is rowdy, rowdy, rowdy peeper. Uh, okay, so that is what he's into. Conversation made it happen. I was curious if they were going for the, <laughs> the classic farm like, animal, farm animal yeah. stuff. So yeah. I, I wanted you to make sure you got a good line of the show in here. But if, if it wasn't for this, this is my favorite scene from the entire episode. Homer uh, has contributed every time to the swear jar, and has finally broken himself <laughs> of the habit. Oh, fudge. That's broken. Fiddle dee dee. That will require a tetanus shot. Looks so painful. I'm not going to swear, but I am going to kick this doghouse down! Dad, this is not a commentary on your skills, but we bought you a new doghouse. Where'd you get the money? Well, there was more than enough in the swear jar. (laughs) And if you look inside the doghouse, there's a little surprise. Maggie. Oh, cute. No, behind her. <gasps> Beer. How did you know? <laughs> his, oh, foot's, great. his foot's still bleeding, though. Yeah. Like, the it, sound of the nail going through his foot is grotesque. Yeah. When I th- I've definitely done this on occasion where if I stub my toe or something and I don't want to shout, I go like, <laughs> The biggest fight I've had with my girlfriend recently 
you've seen our new coffee table. Mm-hmm. Doesn't leave a lot of room in our small uh, Tetris block shaped uh, <laughs> San Francisco apartment. I've hit my knee on it the same way like six times. <laughs> And I finally just went like just went crazy, and it makes me believe like maybe Homer didn't need a swear jar, but like a violence jar. Yeah, because <laughs> I just started punching cabinets because it hurts so much. Oh, damn, my my favorite reaction to Homer when he swears in the in the montage is when Lisa says, "Where's the how's the dog supposed to get in?" Well, he. No, yeah. <laughs> he just say like, "Oh fuck!" And I think him shouting "damn" in church, like that's bad. Yeah. Like, I know I, it's also visual. I wanted it. I wanted all of it, but you need uh, to see this episode just for that sequence alone, people. There's there's a really fun thread in this episode that I caught this first time. In that Bart becomes sort of like a mini handyman in detention, he, and he's yeah. he's not only good at it, he likes it. He's yeah, actually he looks like, like a bartender in most shots. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I, I think he's missing out on his Petty vocation. Petty troubles. <laughs> yeah, and he says that he's getting a handle on the wax. Yeah, uh, floor the wax. Floor wax. Yeah. Yeah, all that great stuff. It's like, there's your problem, Malibu Stacy had in the sink. And I did like the little cut to it was it was it was just for flavor, but Marge going like, Where's Maggie? Where's like they don't do yeah. that. They have a fucking No, baby. Maggie doesn't you, exist. Yeah, they like do most all of the time. this stuff all the time. Like it was such a great her blowing on her tummy was yeah. such a cute thing. I remember like Not I, everything I, has to be a joke. I was doing eight things at the same time, like, oh, they're treating Maggie like a baby. That yeah. never happens. Yeah, I know. Almost never. Uh, and so them writing the letter so Bart finding it out and I felt bad like don't share that photo with I guess he needed that as proof that he was actually doing it but him sharing that photo with them like oh Edna didn't the want family? yeah yeah didn't but at least he localized that. that kind of embarrassment yeah. and damage and um, and and so then them writing the letter together that was a James L Brooks idea he was like this will be so sweet oh it seems so James L Brooksy now it's a very about it. it's a very sweet way to type the episode that yes. involves some ribald humor that instead <laughs> of like re- like telling Krabappel the truth, they all write her a letter of why Gordy Howe can't see. Yeah. <laughs> Woodrow Gordy Howe can't see Krabappel again. Uh, Homer takes a first stab. She'd write her another this. letter. One that says goodbye, but lets her feel loved. Step aside, everyone. <laughs> Sensitive love letters are my specialty. <laughs> Dear baby, welcome to <laughs> Dumpville. <laughs> Population, you. Dear baby, dear baby, dear baby, baby. that's so great. Dear baby, and then he keeps trying to insert like I'm gay. Three words: I I am gay. gay. Homer, Um, we're not gonna put that in there. That the that type of advice would continue on into the Valentine's Day episode where he said six simple words: I'm not gay, but I'll I'll learn. (laughs) Again, the first time they've said gay. I mean, they've insinuated characters were gay, but they never ever said gay. This is what put that show, The Simpsons, into like the next echelon for me because I'd never heard another show say this. I mean, just not even Roseanne. People don't correct me. It did feel like as a kid, I'm like, that's not. They did a naughty thing. Yeah, Yeah, it was a big acknowledged gayness. Uh, Yes, I'm gay. (laughs) And any time I hear the wind blow, it will whisper the name. Oh, that's very good, Lisa. P.S. I am gay. (laughs) (laughs) How shall we end it? How about with a love that will echo through the ages? Oh, that's sweet. Oh, Homer, you old honey dripper. Hey, you little. <laughs> I love uh, Homer gently tousling his hair. It's a, it's a nice tussle. Nice animation. Yeah, right? and even though it's not in the voiceover, the love that will echo through the ages is written on the letter that Edna looks at. Speaking of that, it is kind of odd how Edna looks at this sexy man in his childlike writing and buys it. Like, why? Yeah. His penmanship <laughs> is that of a 10 year old. Very yeah. desperate. Yeah, that's true. Very like, desperate. That's his one flaw, I guess. Yeah, she wants to believe whatever. Like, who cares? And this guy is perfect. Perfect for. Oh, I did love the joke. We we skip past it. Just when you said happy hour in the teachers' lounge, she just gives everything a B. Yeah, like B yeah. B B And B, that B, squeaky marker sound is so great. Perfect. Yeah, squeaky perfect. marker. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, she accepts it, and then. Bart kind of hangs out with her more and learns to appreciate her. At least for this episode, it'll be reset again like everything else yeah. is. But another sweet ending. All of the season three is definitely where they're getting jokier, but they're not as season five is when they just well, actually I'd say halfway through season four, they go like, not cynical. Nothing means anything and everything's wrong. Yeah, and ending, screw you for watching. <laughs> screw you for watching. But in season season five is where like Homer loves Flanders literally ends with them saying this will reset yes. next week. So <laughs> this progress is meaningless. Like, but at this point they're still like no happy yeah. ending, warm and fuzzy. Let's make this him feel a, this way. It does seem a, like a bizarre. I just thought while watching it, this is James L. Brooks. I got um, I got a little goosebumpy when uh, Edna tells Bart like let's have yeah. attention outside today. It's so nice out. Like yeah. it's like I like that. Like Bart became her shoulder to cry on. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. if he emotionally manipulated her, I feel like she became a better person for it. 
yeah. in some way. Yeah, and I yeah. hope you know she wouldn't get anybody again until Seymour in yeah. a few years. But uh, it'd be four years until that one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, season four seven. Years, but, Poor Edna. Uh, Though she's never as desperate as like Patty and Selma are seen as the ones who will like yeah. literally trap a man in their apartment. I believe at one point their apartment complex was named Spinster City. Yes. <laughs> Remember that <laughs> reference, oh, kids? Spin City, of right. course. Yeah, I get it. It's a yeah. reference to something old. Bill Cosby. No. <laughs> 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 oh, great. That seems that needs to be like a text notification or something. <laughs> Bill Cosby. Mm. Oh God. Well, so, I guess yeah. that's the episode. That's though, it. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, I liked love it. Part the lover, a uh, Bart was really good in this one, I yep. think. Especially, it was a good, it was a good platform for Bart, but yeah. it wasn't just about him being like cowabunga, dude. Or, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it wasn't his story either. Like how Bart gets an F, it's about him crying and his his frustrations. It's about him learning empathy towards, yeah, a, towards a teacher. Which towards this, I remember being this age, it was hard. But I, if I've never told that story, like I, I was Bart's age, also terrible, and then. Every uh, semester, the te- microbopple would read the comments on a report card and ask the class to guess who it was. Ooh. And it was always me. And I didn't realize now that, like, we should be in jail. That's just like, like psychological torture. Yeah. yeah, like, why did you do that to me? That's singling out a student like something you should never it's do. It's Chris again. Everybody's right. Yay! <laughs> they all single Chris out for being bad. That's pretty mm-hmm. terrible. And I think Edna Edna will be much more unfair to Bart in other episodes. That's like, true, yeah. When she will just call on Bart first and knowing it, to single him out. Mm-hmm. But that is also, that's more in the David Merkin era because he really hates teachers. He does, he yeah. He cannot stand them. I feel like he was a little Bart when he was growing oh, up. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, I mean, he's the one who invent, invented the little bastard uh, kits that I, came in in his seasons. I, I love it. I rebuilt one of those. We'll get to it. <laughs> Cool. Well, thanks for listening so much, guys. I've been your host, Bob Mack. You can find me on Twitter as Bob Servo. You can read my writing at usgamer.net or somethingawful.com. And you can hear my other podcast, Retronauts, the classic gaming podcast. All these guys have been on it. It's great. comes out every week. Go to retronauts.com or usgamer.net to find that podcast or just find it in your podcast device. How about you guys? What do you do? You can hear Bab occasionally on the Laser Time Show, the show that started this whole dumb network on lasertimepodcast.com. And we did an episode somewhat recently within the month about... um, I did an accompanying article on it, uh, animated endorsements that wouldn't die, and that Bart has been endorsing Butterfinger for almost uh, a quarter of a century. Yeah. Through all its many forms. Yep. On and off, on and off. But who else? Yes, Fred Flintstone. God damn, you're ruining the whole <laughs> show for yourself. It's a great episode of Laser Time. I love Thank it. Thank you, baby. And if you like this travel backwards through time, there's 30, 20, 10, where you go through the events in a given week 30 years ago, 20 years ago, and 10 years ago. And yes, the uh, Super Bowl and the Challenger happened at the same time and in the same week. A crazy time. And uh, you can learn about all that type of stuff right on that podcast. And of course, this was brought to you by Patreon.com slash LazerTime. If you'd like to support us and get the first season of this for just $5 a month, head over there. And if you are a new signee and you're looking for links to the first season if you scroll through scroll through the most recent posts by laser time you will find a picture <laughs> of black smithers uh, Mr. waving i'm actually white and <laughs> and calling you to action to find the first 13 episodes as well as our season two wrap up right 13 episodes waiting for you including a season two wrap up which is real fun oh, you listen to it if you yeah. want to hear about nazis on tap and you're asking what is that it's a secret simpson short you've never seen or heard probably so yeah thanks so much for listening we'll be back next week when we talk about ken griffey's grotesquely swollen jaw Woo! later folks infotainment.